Hello and welcome to our Sunday night program, at least Sunday night on the East Coast. We are here every Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern and all the time zones around the world live on my YouTube channel. Please check it out. Um, please, first, before I start, subscribe, hit the bell, leave a comment that will all help the algorithm so we can have more people find and explore spiritism, which is so important to my life. And I think it could be very important to your life. So today we're starting on a very exciting thing. This is going to be, we're going to go through this whole book every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern, and you know, chapter by chapter. Today we're going to talk about the first two chapters and it's a wonderful book recently translated from Portuguese into English called Violets on the Window. And it was psychographed by the medium Vera Lucia Marcinec de Carvalho. Carvalho, sorry, I messed up the Portuguese name. You can find it on Amazon. I have a link to it in the description. I also have a link to my books. And what I want to do is I'm bringing this book to you because I, what I have been doing on my books on spiritism, I've been trying to bring all the information from different books on spiritism so you can hear everything you want to know about reincarnation or the spirit world, that we know now, right? Now, spiritism was brought to us in the 1850s by Allan Kardec. And Allan Kardec wrote five main books, which is, starts with the Spirits book. Now, in the Spirits book, I would recommend everyone to read that. Of course, you can get that free on PDF. Type in Allan Kardec, the Spirits book. What I'm also doing for those who would like to listen to audio, I am recording chapter by chapter on the Spirits book and I am posting that on my YouTube channel, chapter by chapter, and it'll also be on my blog, nwspiritism.com. You'll see a link to it on the right-hand navigation bar. And what I'll do is when I'm done with each book, I will load it on MP3 and also in audiobook format. Now, this will take you to like a Dropbox type place, and you can download the MP, I think MP4B, M4B file, which allows you to go chapter, save your place. Just you know, it's just it's organized like a regular audiobook, and therefore you can also listen to it if you would like. I also have it posted on my podcast, podcast on Spotify. You can see a list of all my podcasts. Everything is also on on my site, so you can listen. You can listen to the Spirits book free. You can download it as an audiobook. You can get it on PDF, and you can also, of course, get it on. There's a picture of Alan Kardec. You can click on his picture. It'll take you to a Spiritist bookstore site or find it on Amazon. You can find uh, many different people uh, selling it on Amazon on all of his books. So I would recommend that. Also, this book, Violets on the Window. It's a short book. It's very easy to read, and it is wonderful. And it is a book by a young woman who died at an early age. Her parents were spiritists, and she was sent to a spiritist colony in heaven. And this is one more point of information for those who are interested in the true world around us. Now, when I say the true world, what, what I am trying to say is the reality we all think we are in, that of a physical reality, that is where the walls are walls, and we are human, we grow old, we grow sick. That is the reality that we all see and feel. That is all there for a reason. We are in this reality, this temporary reality, because Spiritism tells us our spirit is immortal and we go in body after body and life after life in our quest to become pure spirits. When we go to the other side, the spirit world, the actually the real world where we where we are immortal and we look as we want to look and we don't age and we don't get sick. And there's a wonderful world there. And that is what I'm trying to bring to everyone so you can understand why you're on earth, why things happen to you that you don't like. Sometimes you like them, sometimes you don't, but your life is never smooth, right? It's always one episode after another. And that's why you have to look at those as going from one class to another. But now let's get into the book. So again, before I forget, please subscribe, hit the bell, and give me a comment. That will all help. So 
This is the book. So in the foreword, this is what this is what is said by Antonio Carlos. He said, I met Patricia when she was a little girl, while she was still incarnated. From childhood, she transformed herself into a beautiful young lady, tall, slim, blonde, with long hair and curls, blue eyes that looked like pieces of the sky. She charmed everyone with her forthrightness and cheerful smile. But it was not this perishable physical beauty that called my attention. She was pure and delicate, having cultivated the true qualities which remained with her after passing over. She found the reason for her life in the spiritist doctrine, becoming a true spiritist, intelligent and studious. She was interested in learning eternal truth. She listened to her father's guidance with profound devotion and applied sharp reasoning to everything she learned. When I met her, I knew she was going to leave the physical body still young, and so it was, like a cut flower that adorned earth. She came to charm us in the spiritual plane. Now, let me stop there for a second. So Antonio Carlos must have been also a sympathetic type medium, where, and this is, I see this all the time, being in Rio de Janeiro quite often, where people will will have this sense about you, and they will... And then we'll see, you know, maybe through messages from the spirits or, or there's all different types of messages, different types of mediums I've met. But they will know that, oh, okay, I, I, you know, they will detect your aura and they will, some of them will know why you're really here on earth. So I'll carry on. And so it was like a cut flower that adorned earth. She came to charm us in the spiritual plane. Due to my fondness for literature, I encourage her to dictate to incarnate people, asking her to recount her experiences to her brothers and sisters in the flesh. It is so wonderful when the death of the body surprises us with a peaceful conscience, without errors and vices, and with a proper knowledge of the spiritual life. To my delight, Patricia accepted my encouragement and studied in preparation for this event. This work was not a sacrifice for her, since she loves to learn. I am deeply moved by the opportunity of introducing this delicate soul who will perfume our spiritist literature with her simplicity. So that was introduction by Antonio Carlos. And so this is not a fiction. This, this is a work by a spirit. Her name is Pat Patricia, who had a family of spiritists in Brazil. And they kind of knew, some people knew, that she would die young. And then when she died young, this is her story of dying and going to the celestial city. Now, there are other stories of going to celestial cities. And there is a wonderful story of called Nosal Lar. And Nosal Lar is a book by... Uh, Andre Luis by the spirit Andre Luis psychograph by by Francisco he's nicknamed Chico Francisco uh, C Xavier and this I just put up here on this on the screen is a picture a medium drew a representation of it that she saw from Andre Luis's vision of no solar and this is a colony above Rio de Janeiro and this colony was created by the power of thought. The buildings were created by the power of thought. And the spirits who go there, this is on a very, probably pretty low level of heaven, which I think is something comparable to where Patricia is. Of her exact level, I am not sure, but I believe it's comparable to No Solar. And in this, in this city, and there, there are different cities. There are cities above all the other major cities and, and maybe minor cities. I don't know how many there are. Throughout the whole planet where people who die and they go up to a city where people speak the same language that they do and they're used to that same culture. Only after you rise do you, do you start learning how to think just mind to mind and in mind to pictures. And then you also start leaving your culture behind and you start and you leave behind your affinity for a certain religion or race or culture, whatever it may be that, that ties you to that spot. You become a, a citizen of heaven, 
And, and you then also know that whoever you can help in heaven, I mean, earth, I should say, whoever you can help, you will try and help. So here's another picture. This is from also the, uh, the movie, No Solar. I recommend you, you first read the book, No Solar, N-O-S-S-O-W, N-O-S-S-O, -S -S -O, I'm sorry, Lar, L-A-R, and written, uh, dictated by the Spirit of Andre Luis to the medium Francisco C. Xavier. You can find that on Amazon also. Or uh, you take a picture, uh, hit the picture of Alan Kardec on my website. You'll be taken to a bookstore that will show you where these books are. This is a, a drawing of the reincarnation platform that uh, was in No Solar also. Now, again, as I said, No Solar is a city where people go who are, who are just due to, you know, on the first levels of heaven. Other people will go to other levels. Some people may go to high levels of heaven. When they die, they, they're just right, ready, go high. They may go to the lower zone, or they may go to below the lower zone, which is at the crust of the earth, below that, to the dark abyss, which is a type of purgatory. No one is ever there forever. Now, let's get into the book and see what she says. And let's let's look at what she happens to her, and we'll look at what other happens to other uh people in spiritist literature so i can kind of bring you and bring these things together each of these things are points for you to look at and for you to decide for yourself do you want to wake up and understand that our life here on earth is is more of a of you know is more of a matrix like life it's it, you know it's we're here being trained and the more you understand we're here being trained, the more you'll you'll accept your life and know what to do about your life and know how and how to handle major things that happen to you and how to handle major decisions. And what the main thing is always to do is follow your conscience because your conscience is that set of divine laws that you have built up also over many lifetimes. And when you have done something, let's say you've regret in a past life, that same event close may happen again in your present life and this is where you have to listen to your conscience because you will be you will be you know kind of intrigued by this and you might want to make the same mistake but your conscience will tell you no don't do that and that's how you learn in life after life when people ask me how do i learn when i don't remember my past life this is one of the ways you have this you what you do is you bring two things with you you bring your conscience and your instinct. And when you've done something wrong, you've taken advantage of someone or you've, you know, something, something you didn't like that you were regretted when you're in heaven, you said, okay, I want this trial. You'll be given this opportunity to make the same bad decision, but your conscience and your instinct will, will, will alert you to the fact that, no, I don't think I should. And this is the most important thing I tell people to give yourself inner peace and distress yourself is always follow your conscience. I know that's hard because don't we, all of us, me completely included during our teens and early, you know, early years and on up, we learn how to rationalize ourselves and say, Oh, I don't have to follow my conscience. Well, the more you do, the more you learn and the more you'll ascend. Now let's start with a book waking up. This is chapter one. This is what she wrote, and she's really a wonderful writer, too. I woke up several times and promptly fell back to sleep. One of the times I was awake, I examined the surroundings. I was on a bed, white and comfortable, high like a hospital bed. The room was painted in light colors, and the windows were closed. The light had been dimmed, and I felt extremely well. I heard my father's voice, or better yet, I sensed his words. Patricia, my beloved daughter, sleep in peace. Friends watch over you. May peace be with you. Although these words were expressed with tenderness, they were unmistakable commands which made me feel protected and safe. I would barely wake up and fall asleep again. Now, let me stop there for a second. Now, she has passed over. Her body is probably buried already, and she is in a hospital bed in this city in a lower level, level of heaven. And yet she feels the words of her father. Her father's a spiritist. He knows 
what you should do when someone dies. Now, this is extremely important. What happens is when someone dies and they're still tied to the bounds of earth, they will hear, they will sense the prayers, they will sense the thoughts of those beloved people they left behind. And the things that one should not do when someone goes over, just like Patricia did, is say, oh, I wish you were back here. I feel so sad. I, you know, I want you back with me. And then you'll make them feel terrible. You'll make them feel like you are in pain because of their passing. When in essence, one should do like Patricia's father, say, sleep in peace. Let your spirit friends watch over you. Relax. Don't worry about anything. This is what one should do with those newly departed. Say, God bless you. You're in a better place. You will, you know, relax. Don't think about us. We are fine. And then when you're ready, then we, you can come to me as a spirit and comfort me if you like. But right now, it's all about you. So let me carry on. Although these words were expressed with tenderness, Oh, I said that already. I would barely wake up and then fall asleep again. Finally, I really woke up, sat up and turned my head around, slowly checking the room. I felt quite comfortable among the white and lightly perfumed sheets. I touched myself and noticed that I was wearing my knit blue pajamas. I tried to fix my hair with my hands. Where could I be, I thought. That was when I noticed a gentleman by my bed sitting on a recliner. When I looked at him, he smiled pleasantly. I did not know the place nor the gentleman who continued to smile calmly. I was not afraid, and neither did I panic. I remained silent for a few minutes, trying to understand. We stayed like that until the smiling gentleman spoke to me. He said, Hi, Patricia, how do you feel? Fine. I thought of my father, sensed his presence, and interrogated him mentally. Dad, what do I do now? Easy. When facing the unknown, stay calm. Try to get the information. When difficulties arise, look for solutions. Think of Jesus. The divine master is the light in our path. It felt as though I was thinking with my father's voice. His answer sounded as if it was coming from inside my head. I felt a sudden surge of courage and energy. Certainly, it must have been the energy that he was sending. I trusted my father, so I turned my head around and looked at the gentleman attentively. I asked him, how do you know my name? And he said, Patricia is a beautiful name. Besides, I've known you for a long time. Where am I? Among friends, he said. That statement sounded so right. I was calm, even though I had awakened in a strange place with a stranger by my side. Remarkably, it seemed perfectly natural to me. I asked him another question. What is your name? Mauricio, I'm a friend of your father's. Are you a doctor? Do you work at the Spiritist Center? He did not answer, but the calmness in his eyes imparted serenity. I examined him carefully. A redhead man with a freckled face, green eyes, big mouth, and a pleasant smile. He allowed me to look at him for a while. Silent minutes went by until I dared to ask, Am I dreaming or did I pass away? Now, let's stop there for a second. This happens. So why, why was she had such a wonderful passing over. Different types of people will experience the birth, the rebirth, I should say, back into the spirit world differently. Those who have been kind, gentle, good people, doesn't make a difference what your religion, you don't have to be, you don't have to wear anything, you have to be baptized, nothing. If you're a good person and you had, and that means most probably you had good friends in the spirit world, you will be helped on your death. And in fact, what the spirits tell us is that the act of death is much easier than the act of birth because the act of birth is you're leaving that wonderful world and you're coming into this physical world. The act of death is, all right, you're going back to the spirit world, the better world, at least for those who are in one of the levels of heaven. So when you are in one of the levels of heaven, you will be helped. And in fact, many people, um, will be helped and they'll be, they'll be put into like a hospital or a sanitar uh, sanatorium like this. And it will take them days, maybe weeks before they, because they think that they know they passed over. Um, one of the books by Shikha Xavier 
talked about this lady and this other guy. They were both had an operations around the same time. They both died. And they woke up in the sanitarium together. And did, they, said, they never saw this place before. And what's going on? And, and they go, everybody's so nice. And I feel awfully good after that operation. And finally, they found out that, yes, they, they were dead. And they'd gone to a better place. So everything is meant to be very caring and giving and relaxing to you for you to wake up now this is the other really interesting point is that when you die you are still who you are this was one of my fears when i was growing up i thought well you know god what happens if i get shot in the head and i get am i still going to be me you know if i you know turn into this you know frozen zombie in a hospital room or am i crushed you know, am I still going to be me if I if I go to the other side? The answer is yes, because your your physical brain is just a physical organ that's attached to your soul through a pair of spirit, and therefore everything you live, your personality, your character, is really resident in your spirit. But then your 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 continual communication between your character and your personality and your memories and everything you see, do, hear, feel, and touch to your spirit. So. Your body, whatever happens to your body, you're fine. That's just a disposable thing like a tissue paper, right? Or like a diving suit that you, you take off and you are you inside. You are immortal. Nothing can happen to you. So these people who are like this will be greatly comforted. So that's why when I say when you have a loved one that passes away, just wish them peace and happiness. Take your time. Relax. We miss you. but. No, it's more important right now. We're here on earth in our trials. We're doing as we can in this chaos. But you just relax. You're in a much better place now. Now, this doesn't happen to everybody. For those who are still tied to earth and through their own attitude and character and personality do not have any belief in the spirit world, they will probably wake up in the lower zone or below. Now, and again, I'm not saying you have to believe in the spirit world to wake up into heaven. You just have to be a good, kind, loving person on the whole. No one says that you're, that you're you know, have to wear a, a hair shirt and give all your money away and live in a mud hut or a cave. No, just try and follow your conscience and do more good than, you know, than kind of the not so good things you do. No one's perfect. Heaven knows this. And they're there. They're very loving and they're trying to help us all. The people who don't go to heaven, they don't get helped out of their bodies like Patricia did. She never had to see her body. She just kind of woke up in a different place, a little bit of days, right? Even she said, yeah, I was kind of dazed. I wasn't sure what was going on. These poor people, and there are accounts of this, and I, I cover this in my book, uh, The Case for Reincarnation. And all is that is that they may even look at their own body being decomposed, and this will frighten them. In fact, a lot of them will die, and they and they will not even know they're dead. And they will wander around, and they'll go to their family and say, "Aunt Mabel, or you know, Mom and Dad, talk to me. Why aren't you talking to me? Right? Or you know, his his wife, or her husband, or significant other. Why aren't you talking to me?" And and you're talking to them and you can see them and my God, you feel yourself like you're real. And yet they have no knowledge of you because we live in this physical world. And in this, in this diving suit that we have, we have these blinders on and we cannot detect the multiple dimensions of the spirit world. We can only detect what we are allowed to detect. We are, we are, we are uh, on purposely, stop from our senses so we can be here on earth to learn to learn how to be better people and to let the stimuli the lesson plans sent to us by the spirit world let us learn by them and this is what this is what happens when we're on earth we don't recognize that so then people who die and no knowledge of something else than than what they thought because everyone told them right all the culture says oh when you die you decompose and that's it right and that's what our culture would like us to believe that there is no higher power there is no set of divine laws that the 
that you know people will, will think that you can do violence and and damage you know in, in the name of a cause but you can't right they think the end the end justifies the means it's not true the means justify the ends and that's what the spirit world wants us to learn we should always be nice and polite and respect everyone and not be have destructive behavior or destructive emotions hate envy and jealousy so now for those who are good people that who do not believe in the spirit world whatsoever who are very committed to say atheists and god god bless them all i would just say to those is in the part of your mind think of that possibility because what we've been told in spiritist literature is that you know in the spirit world your mind your thoughts are action and therefore when these people die in their mind there's nothing and they just go to sleep forever so when they die they're asleep and it take it sometimes takes weeks months longer sometimes if someone has a very strong will to wake these people up and say no you know i'm sorry but you're immortal your body may be rotting but you're still here and therefore you're a spirit and come and join us right but it takes a long time and a lot of effort to wake these wonderful people up so again i just want to make sure everyone understands that so please keep a little bit of your mind open to the possibility that the end isn't the end the end is really just the end of a small little episode that's nothing this is a, a mere moment in your immortal life so let's get back to this wonderful book by patricia so then he, she said i felt the stranger watching over me it was a friend and he he continued to smile and he looked into my eyes and suddenly i remembered it had been a wintry sunday at the end of the school winter vacation and i was about to get out of bed i had set up to change from my warm pajamas into my day clothes when i felt dizzy my bed was up against the wall and i leaned my head on it that was when i felt as if something had exploded inside my head the sensation lasting but a few seconds at times i heard and saw people moving around yet i did not recognize anyone easy patricia take it easy someone said tenderly i felt my hands being held and i also felt hands on my head sleep sleep i fell asleep and the memories went away as if by magic later when i woke up i found myself in a room i knew it was not mine facing mauricio so it sounds like what happened to her is she had an uh an embolism in her head and she um because she had a big headache fast or something you know a vein artery bust busted bled out and killed her very fast a wonderful way to get out of your physical body that's i would love to go that way in fact i believe alan kardec he went very fast too he was when he died he was like just finishing up i think the charter for a spiritist society and he just finished it and then he must have had a heart attack or, or a stroke or something and he just fell over and died fast what a wonderful way to go i hope i can go that way um and then and of course probably when she heard and saw people moving around she is probably spirits already starting to remove her spirit and 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 from her body and they would cut just like when a child is born you cut the umbilical cord they would cut the paraspirit in fact let me show that to everybody because i want people to understand what that looks like hold on so that again they would show just like they would so the paraspirit is what we think ourselves that what we look like as a spirit we are this logical conglomeration and we are our character and personality is all into this piece of light right but when we are in heaven in the, lo the levels of heaven i'm talking about the rounds of the earth as you go higher and higher you kind of lose your paraspirit it's not that important but your paraspirit is your physical covering now when you die you look as you think you should look and then what happens a lot is what they say is that people who die old 
get younger and people who die young get older you, you come back to where you think you should look like and as you regain memories of your past lives and there's fact is there's this wonderful nde this woman who who had a, a near-death experience and she went to this room and with these other people who had just died and this woman was talking to her she had this red hair and she was probably like late 30s or so and as she was talking to her she could see her skin was getting younger and her hair was getting longer and brighter and so already she didn't even know that already her mind was conforming her physical attributes to what her mental thoughts were so that is how that works so let's get back to um, the story. So then, so then she was she was lo looking around and scrutinizing everything, and she said mysteriously, "Mauricio was helping me remember. I understood he did not have to answer me. I had passed on. I thought it was strange that I was so calm." I sighed, thinking it would be better to accept it. Well, did I not know I was going to pass on someday? I interrogated Marcio again as if it was a trivial subject. What happened? How did I pass away? And he said, a vein ruptured in your head. There has to be a reason for the body to die. Once the time for the incarnate spirit expires, it was a cerebral aneurysm. Where am I? At San Sebastian Colony in a hospital at its rehabilitation wing. And he says, rehabilitating from what? From nothing, you're fine. You're, you're here to get acclimated. That's all, Patricia. Do you remember your grandmother, Amelius? Well, she's here and wants to see you. So let me stop there for a second. So she died of an aneurysm. That aneurysm was pre-planned. This is what is so strange and that people have a hard time understanding. Our life is planned out. Our death is planned out. How you die is already known in the spirit world. Not perfectly. Something could be, you know, if you're destined to be murdered, you may be murdered by different people depending on who took the opportunity to do the dirty deed. But it was already known, probably, she was going to die at a cerebral aneurysm at that age. Now, that perfect age and that time could change. Chico Xavier was told when, um, when he was a medium, and he, he died in 2004, I believe, that he was, he was, you know, that they wanted him to write 50 Spiritist books. And he said, yes, I'll write them. And he wrote them because he actually wrote almost 450 or almost 500. And then he said, no, we want you to write another 100 books. He said, okay, I'll do that. And they came back to him and said, look, the spirit world has decided that we want you to just concentrate on writing these books. And then Chico said, well, what happens if I don't want to? He goes, well, then I've been told to take you back with me immediately. Now, what does that mean to take you back immediately? That means is to something, this heart stop or something and boom, your spirit's free and you're back in heaven, right? That's the power that the spirit world has over us and it's just absolute and he goes no no he laughed he goes oh i'll write more books which he did and his, all his books are, are wonderful which at least the ones i have read in english so you all the people who who will see this video your time of death is already planned out how you're going to die is already planned out it Maybe off by a week or two months or a year or so, but it's it's there. And that's why, don't worry. Don't ever think of committing suicide because that means you're leaving class early and that is not the way to do that. You want to learn the lessons. And whatever hassles or problems you are going through is all planned to help you. God is not mean. God does not punish. God edifies us. Now, to us, it feels like punishment, like, oh, I lost my job, I lost my house, I lost my car, I'm bankrupt, right? Those are all occurrences that happen because of what you probably did to somebody else in your previous life. 
And now you're learning what it feels like to be bankrupt or whatever, be left by a, by a significant other in not a very nice manner. Let's say that happens. Those are, and so what you do with those things is you tell yourself, once you understand, you become a spiritist, you go, okay, that happened to me. I must have done something in my previous life. Now I understand what that is like. And of course, as that's happening to you, your conscious and your instincts are going to kick in. And some of your first thoughts are to like, let's say someone left you badly, to so lash out and be just as mean to them as they were mean to you. But then your conscious is going to say, no, I should be the same one. I should be the nice one. And so follow that because that's what you're supposed to learn is to be the nice one. Even though let's say they're walking all over, you took all your money. That's okay. That's, that's nothing. Your money is nothing. Your money is, it's your character and personality. That's important. So that is what you, you need to do is learn from these things that happen and know whatever is happening to you, everything will come to an end. Every trial comes to an end. Everything always has an ending point. And the spirit world never makes anything where you cannot emerge victorious. Now, that could mean like Patricia did. She emerged from her you know, aneurysm. But, she, you know, that was the end. That was the end of her trial. And she got to go back to the spirit world. So that is what's important for everyone to remember is it just really is how can I improve my character, my personality? And the spirits tell us over and over again, and it's told to us by Jesus because he is the governor of our planet. We all, he is, Jesus is the perfect spirit. If you want to understand what, what our goal is to be someday, think of Jesus. That is what we want to be. And also through Jesus, that's how we understand what God is. We begin to. Now, the spirits tell us we can we have no idea, we cannot understand God here on earth. And also the spirits in around the levels of heaven say they don't even understand God. It's far above them. So the what we the, what we can do is try to understand Jesus. So then we can try to understand God. So, but this is the beauty of spiritism. It really is explained in great detail why we're on earth, what happens to us, what are we composed of. And then what's the other side look like? We are being told these marvelous things. And this is, I, I go through this in my book, Heaven and Below, where I, I take information from, from Alan Kardec's The Spirits book, books by Chico Xavier, Devaldo Frankel, all sorts of people. And I try and, and give you what is heaven. Because the more I believe, the more you can understand why you're on earth and what's the process in the organization of we're in the spirit world we are young spirits we're immature spirits we are learning we go back into this thing called heaven or other areas if if that's called for and then what does that mean to you how can you rise in the organization what attributes do you want to rise maybe you don't that's fine you've got all of eternity to decide what you want to do you can park yourself in life after life if that's what you want that's why I, you know, that's why I don't ever want to say, oh, you have to be good or you have to. No, no, no. It's all up to you. Spiritism says it's all up to you. It's for each person to find their way to the path of ascension. Someday you will find your way. Some people may take a detour of a thousand or 10,000 years in different planets, but someday you will decide that, that, okay, that's enough of this. Let's get on with the program and start moving. And that's what I'm trying to bring to you in my series of books with Heaven and Below. And then my second book, Spirits and the Spirit Universe, all about spirits. What are the attributes of spirits? How do you learn as a spirit? And then how we are guided by spirits. And those are all links in the uh, description below. So let me carry on with what we're told by Patricia. So I just told her about her grandmother. She said, oh, I love my grandmother so much. And, and you know, her memories came to her. And she had been very sick, and she suffered a relapse, she says, and had to be taken to a hospital. When she passed away, all of us, her grandchildren, had been praying for recovery. When we found out she had actually died, we started crying, how come? My sister asked. We've been praying for her to get well. And my mother answered, your prayers were answered. When Jesus saw that she couldn't be healed in the body, he took her away to be healed in the spiritual plane. We all took her passing very hard. Now she was here and wanted to see me. I corrected my thinking. I loved her. No, 
I loved her very much still. Please, Mar Maricio, let her come in. I said emotionally. My grandmother came in quietly, and she looked different, prettier, without her thick glasses. Of course, again, that's what I said. Her grandmother's really old, probably bent over, pale skin, right? You know, and now she looked, she looked like, like you know, probably however she wants. She could look in her 20s, 30s, or 40s. People kind of go, go all over how they want to look. Certainly didn't need glasses. And, she, and I'll carry on. So she kissed my forehead and we hugged each other for a long time. I was feeling very confused. I was happy to see her, yet that meant certainly that I had indeed passed away. I felt empty and a little afraid, and my grandmother knows my feelings. So, again, in the spirit world, you're an open book. Her grandmother, who, who now looks like just a typical wonderful young woman, right? Well, whatever age she wants to look like, could read Patricia's mind. Patricia probably doesn't quite have the hang of it right now, but she will. And she was smiling cheerfully. She said, Patricia, it's beautiful here. Soon I'll be able to show you wonderful places. You're so well. You're so pretty. Do you need anything? Do you want me to do anything for you? And Grandma, I interrupted her, how is my mother? And my father and my, my brother and the baby. And she goes, they're fine. They're all spiritists. And they understood what happened, and they know about the death that your of your body will bring you happiness. Your brother is fine, and so is Carla. Your father is strong like a rock, and his wisdom is the rudder on the boat that is your house. And Grandma, they didn't suffer with my passing? And she says, well, yes, they did. Of course, everyone suffers with your absence, yet they still support one another with understanding. They're doing everything possible to send you their love and affection. Someday you'll meet them again, the same way we're united now. You'll see that you were never really separated. Love unites. Grandma, please take care of them. You too, Marissa, you'll help them. My, my mother must be very sad. Do you think she cries for me? She may not want to eat. That's what Patricia said. And since my grandmother's entrance into the room, Mauricio has been sitting on the recliner in silence. And when I directed myself to asking him for help, he answered, Patricia, in your terrestrial home, they only ask us to take care of you, and you, little girl, ask us to take care of them. This, the sincere loving uniting all of you is a strong tie. We will take care of you and of them as well. I will always be with you. You will have me as a companion until you complete your adjustment. Watching over you is my charge. Well, thank you, Patricia said, but I think I made a face and said I was feeling sleepy again. And then she felt an irresistible desire to go to sleep. And I laid down and grandma helped me get comfortable. My eyes almost closed and two of them smiled at me. Grandma kissed my forehead and held my hand. And she said, I think I'll go to sleep now. So that's the end of the first two chapters. And there's so much more and wonderful uh, information about San Sebastian, the colony San Sebastian, that I'm sure that hopefully you will come and you will either look at the YouTube videos as I put them on later or come and join me live stream on Sundays at 5 p.m. Eastern, which I will I will go over every, uh, every Sunday. I will go over until we're done with this book. And, oh, hello. Hello, Luke. I see. Oh, he's here. How nice. I'm not trying to find that book here so I can show it to you. Ah, here we go. So after the heaven below is spirits and the spirit universe. And this I talk in this book all about the attributes of spirits. And the, this is what's interesting. In our physical world, we are told we're all created equal. Now, of course, we know that literally that's not true. We are not created equal. I could never be a four-minute miler. I could never be in the Olympics. I could never be as smart as a rocket scientist, etc. Right? We all know that. In the spirit world, we literally are created equal. We all have the same, the same potential to be wise geniuses, musical geniuses, literary geniuses, uh, 
whatever we want to be, whatever we want to focus our energy on. But now you say, well, we come to earth, we're all different. Why is that? Well, because we are all at different levels of spiritual maturity. There are some spirits who have had, who have learned, who have ascended, who have understood that they must learn from life after life and want to be better and more, and more spiritually mature. And as you get more and more experience, you, you're, you increase your intellect and that intellect follows you in life after life. And then there are spirits who have just come from a primitive planet or very young, immature spirits, and they don't know. And you know, they may be your neighborhood drug dealer or thug or just very poor and, and, but humble and very nice. But they're in that position because they're, they're, they're spiritually immature, but they're learning. And that's why, you know, you don't have to be a pushover in life and let everybody walk over you, but you should love everyone and know that even if they did something wrong to you, at some point in time, not in this life, not in, not in your present life, but maybe many lives ahead, they will be wonderful people because that's how this whole process works. They will be a wonderful spirit. And they'll come to Earth and other planets and learn through the curriculum given to them by the spirit world. And that's why there was this wonderful part in the book, Hell Christ. And they're talking about there will always be managers and workers, not because some people are better than other people, but because spirits are on different maturity levels. And so, and then also sometimes there's exceptions to this as far as someone who might be a humble, uh, you know, you know, a, a humble day laborer or whatever. And yet that person may be a, a mature spirit, but they wanted to come to earth in order to learn certain facets that they wanted to improve on. And they decided to have that. Some spirits are here with disabilities because they, they use those talents to, to the bad, like the detriment of their spiritual uh, maturity. And therefore, they want to come to earth and say, no, okay, I won't be able to sing in this life or I won't be able to be an uh, author or an actor or, or, or uh, you know, owner of a great company that may not, they, they may have decided to deny that, that, that particular attribute for themselves so they can grow spiritually in a different direction. Now, in the book, Spirits in the Spirit Universe, I talk about spirits and how you go up. Now, when you think of yourself as a spirit, a lot of people think, well, you know, angels, right? No, angels, angels are us, but just they're just higher levels. There are spirits who are mature, and angels are bright because the higher you are in the spiritual hierarchy, the more you reflect the environment of love. Um, asked, is memory wiped out? So let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about memory at birth. So when you are born, as you are in your mother's womb, you relive all your past lives and you can see what you've done wrong. And then you have the, the, the more motivation to do right in this life. But your past memories of past lives are not allowed to you on most cases why you're incarnated on earth. That's because you need to learn the lessons you need to learn. As I said before, you know, and, you, and people ask, well, how can I learn lessons if I don't know what I did wrong? Well, it's easy. If you're in a situation and you want to do something that you know your conscience is telling you that hey, you really shouldn't, your conscience, your instinct, that means you, you made that wrong decision before and now you're given that opportunity to make the right decision and that should start changing your character and personality. Listen to your conscience and instinct. Now, when you pass over, when you die, let's say you have an aneurysm, right? And your brain's wiped, or you're decapitated, right? You're fine. Everything is in that spirit memory, your personality, your character, all your thoughts. You can relive every microsecond of your life if you wish. You won't because it's too trivial. Of your life when you go into the, the spiritual world. Now, do you regain all your memories of your previous lives immediately? The answer is no. You only regain those as you're able to understand and process them. Some people will not be able to until they reincarnate more times and are able to, to maturely analyze their past lives and what they've done wrong. 
Yeah. Well, who wasn't, right? So I just got, um, says, when I was young, I was very foolish. Well, we all were. And those are, and, and so again, this is important. We should not punish ourselves for what we did wrong. And we should not hate ourselves for what we did wrong. The great spirit, Joanna DeAngelis, um, told us that when we did something wrong, take it like an arrow and shoot it out of the quiver and shoot it away into the forest. And don't, and you don't care where it lands. It's gone. You analyze it and you say you don't do it again. And so that's the important thing. So, and, and look, the spirits know that when we're, when we're young, we do stupid things. I, I can't tell you how many regrets I have. And even as I was older, not, I can't even say when I was young, when I was older, I was stupid. So you're probably much better off than I am. I guarantee that. And then uh, Gabriel said, this book changed my life. I read it when I was 19 and stopped trying to, uh, let me just put this up. This is a, a great comment. So again, these, yeah, this book is a wonderful book. And it's very simply written, and uh, I would recommend it to everybody. And so, and it's it's and it's amusing too of what Patricia finds and what type of people. And we'll get into more and more as we go. And I'll I'll give you other stories from other other um, spiritual colonies. And but this is what this is what's so wonderful about spiritist literature is it giving you all different points of view. And that's why I think in my book, Spirits and Spirit Universe. What you don't see in a lot of the literature in Portuguese translated to English. And what you do see is what the Reverend G. Baon gave to us in the um, early 20th century is the peek into the higher and higher levels of heaven. There's a lot of information in the early, uh, the lower colonies and very interesting, no solar. And of course this book, Violet's on the, on the window. But here you'll start seeing how there are colleges on every level and how you go through this system of education. And then you go, and then as you're, you change your personality and character and you learn, because you have to learn about the spirit world. You have to learn how to use your mind to create. You have to, you know, there's all these things about the spirit universe you must learn. And when you rise a level, you don't just get this piece of paper. What you do is you get more spirit attributes. It's like you, as an analogy, you are a smartphone, and you keep putting more and more apps to do more things on the smartphone phone to make this smartphone more powerful. The same thing with you. You are this, this logical construct, and then you keep adding these attributes. So you'll be able to connect to the universal cloud, which you can get everything from. It, it's just it, the life that is waiting for you is so interesting. That's why... Um, I think the more that you can understand and read about spiritism, the more that you will see that, that you, you'll understand what's going on with your life. And it's just like, you know, instead, you know, is the, is, is your memory wiped out? Right. The, a great question. The answer is no, your memory is all there. When you get back into the spirit world, you are there, your personality is there. You know, everything that happened to you from when you were four and a half years old to when you were 44 and a half years old, it's all there. And it's, it's all part of it. So that's why you will, you will, you are you, that's the comfort. And, and that's the, the promise of what the spirits have told us through the leadership of Jesus Christ. So I want to leave you there. I want to say thank you for everyone joining me today. And thank you for your comments. I think those are, are wonderful. And, and please, we will carry on this next Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, whatever time zone you may be on. We'll carry on in the further chapters of Violets on, on the window. Now, on Tuesdays, also at 5 p.m., I'm talking about another book, Gone West. It's kind of interesting right now. It's kind of like I got the two sides. I'm talking about Gone West, and which he is going down into hell, or it's purgatory. Okay, let's uh, look. I want to show this one. What's going to happen to the devils running this realm? Well, so of course we all know bad spirits, demons, whatever. They're us, right? Now, if you're talking about the 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 bad people who of uh, who are running this earth, right? Kim Jong Un, 
whatever politician, like everyone, every, you know, everyone has their own bugbears, right? So the earth is, is chaotic. And so this, I think these are the couple things I want to point out. No system of government will ever work here on earth. That is one as we should see it. And that's why the spirits have told us, forget, you know, this communism and this type of thing, it, you know, where everyone tells everybody to do. We are not perfect spirits. We are not, we have hate and envy and jealousy in our hearts. Therefore, any government led by a human on this planet of atonement is going to end up to be corrupted. And our republic, our form of republic and democracy works about as well as we can by having uh, laws, of course, it's not perfect, made by humans, so forth. So that I want to make sure. So don't believe in a panacea or a utopia on earth that will come when all of us become more mature and higher spirits, then we'll become a planet of regeneration. And that's when each of us individually becomes a better, more mature spirit. Now, the question is, what's going to happen to the devils? So if you're asking that question of how are they going to learn? You know, are, is there any penalty? Do they just die and go get to live in heaven? No. When these people, like, let, let's take let's take the uh, dictator of North Korea. I feel sorry for him, actually. I mean, he's, uh, he, who knows how many people he's killed? Or like, let's say Castro right now in Cuba. How many people has he killed? He's not in a good place now, but I want everybody to remember this. At some time in the future, they will be good people, but they have to learn. And so what will happen to these people, they will be given, they will be given life after life for them to learn what they did incorrectly. The spirit world gives us each an individual curriculum for us to learn not to do what we've done before and to learn the effects of what we've done wrong to someone else that wrong will most probably be done to us in probably a lighter format right and therefore they will learn it may take multiple lives right it may take multiple lives for them but they will learn that's why you, you should one should never be jealous or envious or say that guy got away with murder right no, no one gets away with anything for every action is a reaction. So, and so therefore, and this is, you know, if someone's rich and doing things that you don't like, or it's a dictator or a politician you don't like, or, or owns a company that, that gives shoddy goods. Well, I have news for you. Let's say that person that owned a company that gave shoddy goods, maybe some in the next life, they will, they will learn the full force of that. Let me use myself as an example. I was told in the mediums meeting that in previous lives, I had taken advantage of people. I was put in response, uh, areas of responsibility, and instead I used their money instead of helping them. Well, guess what? In this life, every time I had money coming in, let's say when a company was bought and I got paid off, I happened to be a couple of times, I always lost it. Somehow. I, I don't gamble. I didn't use the drugs or anything like that. But I made foolish, I thought were good stock, you know, picks, but of course they were stupid. And I lost everything. And therefore, now that I'm a spirit, I understand, okay, I did that to people. And, and now I know what it feels like. And, and good. And money's not that important to me. I live very modestly now. But those are things that will, that will happen to you. That will be what is there. So, I mean, look, you want an example of what happens to those devils, you can look at me. I've also been told that i don't know how many lives behind that was but i had chopped people's feet off so they couldn't escape because they were my slaves horrible i can't believe it's like and it's funny thing is every time i've been told anything by the spirit world about my previous life it's always been something horrible so i think what they're trying to do is say look everybody these rotten people can at least be somewhat decent right i'm you know, I, I wouldn't call myself good or anything, but at least I'm at least not cheating people right and left right now, right? Or hurting people. So I hope that answers the question. Through life after life, the spirit world will teach you, right? I, I don't chop people's feet off anymore, right? I, I've learned not to do that. And I,
try not to steal money, right? I, and I've learned not to do that. So people will learn. And that's why you never worry about you trying to get revenge. It's all taken care of. Okay. Well, those are great questions. And I love that. And I appreciate everyone coming. So again, remember, we'll be back on Sundays and Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Look at look for the links on my on my um, books and go to my blog site, nwspiritism.com. God bless everyone. God bless.